Listen, buddy, if you're looking for the Diet Frozen Yogurt Bar, it went out of business last summer. Actually, I'm looking for a Batman number 14. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Coffee and Comics Podcast. I'm your host, the constantly caffeinated Clinton Robison. It always has been the podcast where I attempt to summarize and review a comic roughly in the span of time it takes to have a nice, relaxing coffee break. I apologize for the distance between episodes. The last few months have kind of, you know, taken their toll on me. I I really apologize, folks, but, you know, life happens. So, anyway, I'm sticking to my efforts to review more modern and recent comics, so this time I'll be looking at Hercules Number 1 from Marvel Comics. The story is called Still Going Strong, and the issue was published in November of 2015. Writer was Dan Abnett, Pencils and Inks by Luke Ross, Colors by Guru EFX, letters by Joe Sabino, and editor was Katie Kubert. Two young boys are looking to hire someone to help with a serious problem. Promotional information leads them to the apartment home of none other than Hercules. It seems Herc has started styling himself as a hero for hire, but not in so many words. His buddy Gilgamesh has been crashing on Herc's sofa for a while and sinking into a bit of a depressed state. But back to the boys. One sister has uh, started dating a real monster. No, the, the boys swear he's a monster. Offering Hercules their most precious treasure, gaming cards, Herc accepts the task. You know before he goes to deal with a problem that the government wants him to take care of, too. It turns out, the boys are right. She has been dating a literal monster. One Hercules has not seen since the time of myth. Of course, you know, they throw down in that epic Marvel style. While battling the creature, Herc pleads with it to renounce its ancient ways and join the modern world the way he has. In the midst of the battle, Hercules also sees a vision of the goddess Athena, though she does not speak. After defeating the monster and dealing with the government's sea monster, Hercules returns home and tries to convince Gilgamesh it is time to get back into fighting shape, and the two can make new myths in a modern age. So, with that brief synopsis out of the way, we'll take a quick promo break, and I'll be back with my thoughts. Greetings, podcast listener. Do you like... Or maybe... Dragon! Play! How about... Tetsuo! 
Or... In the year 1999, an abandoned alien battle fortress crash-landed on the planet Earth. Our most brilliant scientists and engineers spent the next 10 years reconstructing the damaged ship and studying its highly advanced space technology called Robotech. Do you remember... Our Star Blazers! Or this... The year is after Colony 195. As the world constantly changes in the chaotic era, there are two mobile suits that could turn humans into the ultimate weapon. The Wing Zero and the Epion. Or maybe even this. After the desire for blood pools all, the only hope left is the one they call D. Or this. Gene, grappler ship's dead ahead! It wouldn't be fun otherwise. Let's do it! Or... If Cardus is allowed to be reborn, she'll destroy Marmo as well as Lodos. Or have you seen the latest episode of... And just like that, everything changed. At that terrible moment, in our hearts, we knew... Home was a pen. Humanity, cattle. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should check out Anime Freaks, hosted by Dr. Bill Robinson and me, Gene Hendricks. Anime Freaks is a monthly podcast covering all things anime. It is available at 2TrueFreaks.com and on iTunes under 2TrueFreaks Presents Anime Freaks. Okay, folks, I'm going to level with you. Hercules has always been one of my more favored... A- or B-plus level Marvel characters. I mean, this is more or less sugar-free but extra-caffeine Thor when he's with the Avengers. So, you know, of course, this is going to be something I tried when browsing through the Marvel Unlimited app. Anyway, Abnet Storycrafting is on full display here. This six-issue limited series takes off full blast from the moment you open the book. I mean, where do I start here? Abnett has Herc's voice down perfectly. Gone are the these and thous, except when he wants to speak that way. He's very much about making Herc a 21st century guy. Much like he was a 90s guy, language aside, back during the Jacket Avengers era. The way Hercules agrees to the boys paying him with cards is beyond precious. It may honestly be my favorite moment in the entire book. Because, I mean, really, that's treasure. Perfect. The plot moves at a rapid pace, so you better be ready to keep up. It goes quickly, but it doesn't feel like a cheap, quick-read issue that is done before you can enjoy it. If anything, you might actually feel like you somehow got a little, I don't know, two, three extra pages out of it. And the art, the art is incredible, folks. If there is anything topping Abnet's story, it is Ross's art. A lot of people that ink their own stuff can make it look kind of awkward. Ross doesn't seem to have that problem, in my opinion. Everything was clear and crisp and very well defined. I mean, I loved it. I could easily read 12 or even 25 issues with art and story that combine like this. All right, all right, I know, this is going to sound dumb. But even though this is the first issue of a six-issue storyline, it honestly feels like 
It's done in one. Granted, you know, it, it sets up the whole plot line here, but only in a few panels, nothing really too overt. Really, without Athena or Herc's ending lines, this is really a single-issue story. Ongoing plots were still common in one-and-done stories, but, I mean, I really didn't think there were too many such things going these days. You know, no no dangling cliffhangers were here. This, this meets the definition. The fact that, I mean, that made me really enjoy it. Um, you know, it may be happier than you can imagine, actually. And I'm just, I'm going to say it. There's bisexual energy from Hercules in this. And it's, it's not just spelled out. It's not right there in your face. But, I mean, it's there. You can pretty much get, get the, uh, get the clue that Maybe not now, but at one time, uh, Hercules and Gilgamesh were uh, a, a little more than just uh, buddy-buddy. Just saying. You know. So, uh, basically, yeah. Go, go check this book out if you haven't already. I know I'm a little late to this party by about five-ish years, but you know, I'm glad I finally showed up for it. Goodness knows the comic book world could use a few more really fun stories like this one. So, time for another quick break, and then back with some listener feedback. In a world filled with movie-themed podcasts, thousands speak their minds, shouting their opinions into the void. Into this terrifying world of sound and noise, a new podcast about movies dares to raise its head. Appearing on the Longbox Crusade Network, in association with Jeff and Eric Present, it is the era of monthly Monday movie muckabout. Listen as people are challenged to see films that they have missed or failed to see. Hear their new appreciation for films from years past. Experience the discussions of film fans. Is the world ready for monthly Monday movie muckabout? Yes. Yes, it is. And cut. Perfect, Jeff. Great. So when are we going to start this show? Um, just me. This is my new show. I thought we talked about this. Uh, then why am I doing your promo? Because in reality, I'm an egotistical puppet master that uses people for his own profit and fame. Huh. Eh, fair enough. Dun dun dun, dun. monthly Monday movie muck about. Watch a movie with me. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking around for the listener feedback portion. Last episode, which y'all feels like it came out about a million years ago, was the interview with Mike Robison from the Mayors of Dorkville. It got likes, shares, retweets, all that fun stuff from... Over on Twitter, Billy Delicious, Chris Lydon, The Hammer Strikes, Ross Michaud, Long Box of Darkness, Blood and Black Rum Podcast, Reader's Group, Bolt of Bedevilment, GLHG, Baby Skeletor, Mother Pugger, Delvin Cox, Sean Ross, Maggie is Watching Cartoons, Ranger Gord, Warlord Worlds, Professor Frenzy, Alan Middleton, Chris at BTO and Bat Books, and Dorkness to Light. 
Over on Facebook, we got the same from Gene Hendricks, Mike Robison, Jerry Green, Hal Jordan, Ranger Gord, Mayors of Dorkville, Pat Sampson, and Al Sedano. Over on Twitter, we got feedback from the Hammer Strikes. Gene said, I should have my wife listen to this episode. Then it would be Robison interviewing Robison listened to by Robison. Except I think his wife's maiden name was Robison. So, uh, you know, two out of three ain't bad there, Gene. Over on Facebook, we got a message from Mike Robison, who said, Thank you so much. It was a ton of fun and a major milestone for the mayors of Dorkville. Well, I'm glad you appreciate it, Mike. Also on Facebook, we got feedback from Ranger Gord, who asked, Can I be the town Mountie for Dorkville? Well, I'm not sure if Dorkville extends into the Canadian regions, but... Um, I'm sure Mike can probably make an exception, even if it doesn't there, Gord, because goodness knows you'd be the perfect one. I hear you look good in that red suit, too. But not so much the hat. And back on Twitter, Green Lantern HG said, Unexpectedly great episode. Extremely curious about this project. And from a guy who has a comic idea for the past 20 years, just hearing this makes me want to kick it into high gear and start doing something already. Well, why don't you, HG? You know, aside from time and money and uh, life responsibilities and... Okay, maybe I'm not the best motivational coach. So that seems to be it for our feedback. I do appreciate everybody who likes, shares, retweets, gives us comments, all that fun stuff. Thanks so much for listening. Even if you don't do any of those things, just thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys, gals, um, everything in between, outside of that. You know, the whole spectrum. Listeners, that is, that's the word I was looking for. I appreciate all you listeners. So, I think that about wraps it up. So, until next time, this is, of course, the Coffee and Comics Podcast. I'd love to hear from you. And it's always the place where the comics are never too old and the coffee is never too cold. This has been a Coffee and Comics production. All material referenced herein is copyright the respective owners and is believed covered under fair use. Feedback can be left by emailing coffeeandcomicspodcast at gmail.com, visiting the website at coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com, or on Twitter at coffeecomicsblg. 